Welcome to the Healthpreneur Podcast. My name is Uriel Kame, New York Times bestselling author, former professional athlete, and founder of Healthpreneur, the world's leading company helping health and fitness experts start and scale high-end coaching businesses. If you want to attract more clients, learn how to convert them without feeling salesy, and deliver an amazing program for them on the back end, if you want to be inspired by what others just like you have gone through and how you can do the same no matter what life throws your way, then you are in the right place. Because every single week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're gonna be bringing you the best to help you take your knowledge and expertise to the next level with your health or fitness coaching business. And if you enjoy what you see and hear and would like to take your business to the next level, then I invite you to check out our free online training over at healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Yuri here, really excited, a beautiful day. Uh, I am joined by uh, one of our awesome clients. His name is Jack. Jack, welcome to the Healthpreneur Podcast. How's it going? Good, thanks for having me. Awesome, well I'm excited to dive in. And before we do, can you just give our listeners and viewers uh, a little sense of who you are, what you do, and then we'll take it from there. Sure, I'm kind of a blend of things. So I'm a nutritionist, I'm a health coach, I'm a psychotherapist and life coach, all rolled into one. And my current focus, and maybe I could use some help with that, is I help people who are emotional eaters to lose weight. Awesome. That's great. Um, one second. I got to let my dog in the door. She, she can't leave me with, you know. <laughs> sure. Come on. Well, two of them are coming. Anyways, okay. So emotional eaters who can't lose weight. So that is typically the types of clients you have been working with mm-hmm. and you found calls with. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Actually, actually, no, I haven't had like had calls with people like that yet. So that's part of the the thing. I want to get those people in the door. Perfect. So number one is you feel, and I said this before, that the most important thing is that if you feel that you have expertise to help them and you want to work with that market, Hey, by all means, go for it, dominate it, help them. So with that said, Uh, I think it's a terrific target market. I know many people who are in that space. Um, I know the founders of the psychology for the institutes of, sorry, the Institute for the psychology of eating, Emily Rosen and Mark, uh, Mark David, they've built a great business in a similar vein of, of that, of that niche. So there is a big opportunity there. So what specifically is, so you want to go after, you know, that market and, and kind of, you know, be the authority there. What what's the challenge? What are the sticking points? Yeah, um, I guess so. I'm I'm wondering in terms of like what I'm doing with clients, like how effective that is, because it feels like a lot. So okay. my thought is like I do a very detailed health assessment. I have like a nine-page document that I do with people, um, yeah. either with them or separately. Then I go over that. Then I get like a three-day diet diary from the people to see like what actually they're eating. And what I propose to do in the beginning is to give them a plan for like, here's an alternate three days that you could do of eating based on what you said, you know, like little tweaks of stuff. So it's not like a huge jump, like, oh my God, I can't do that. That's so different than what I eat. I don't even know what that is for some people. Um, And also to just dive into research and give like recommendations for supplements, for different conditions, for herbs, and kind of like do, you know, kind of start very heavy with all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then kind of thereafter for the other sessions, it's just more health coaching with setting goals and 
helping the people stay on track. But the first session, first two sessions, I would say would be pivotal to kind of set up the frame of what we're doing and where we're going. So if I heard you correctly, the main question is around the delivery of the coaching and how to deliver it so that it doesn't like overwhelm you or maybe even the client as well. Is that yeah. yeah, because I, yeah, because I want to provide a lot of value with like, oh, wow, he's a nutritionist and he knows specifically, you know, he researched this, he looked at that. But, you know, if I have too many clients, I'm going to have to like take a lot of time because it takes hours to go through that stuff and to see what's what and to give people suggestions. But I feel like I want to do that too. Like it's, I, I enjoy that process mm-hmm. and I want to give people the value and it helps me to practice what I'm doing as well. Yeah, I'm doing that. Okay. Is this something that you could deliver, maybe not right away, but in time as a group coaching program? Or is the nature of the, the relationship very deep that would that people may not want to engage in some type of group setting? Um, I, I like the idea of a group, and I plan on doing that later after getting kind of more experience doing the one-on-one thing, because I really want to kind of harness that a little bit better. And also, I feel like it would be easier to get participants in a group if it's not just like I have one person for a group and I can't get anybody else. So yeah. I feel like this is a prerequisite. Um, but I, I feel like I couldn't get personal with nutritional recommendations in a group because it wouldn't make sense. So a group could be like, we're just, this is a weight loss group or no sugar for 30 days kind of group. And then work with those people around their beliefs and challenges around that together. So it would be a little bit different what I would do in a group. Sure. Yeah. And and I think for most, I would say the only time a group program isn't advisable is if you're really having to go deep with people into like trauma, very personal stuff. But for like, even we do have clients that run group coaching programs and emotional eating and stuff, because there's a lot of great social support that comes from that. But as you mentioned, it's nice to build up the one-on-one. So you have more confidence in the delivery and, and, and all that stuff. And then you can obviously build it out into a group later on. So one of the things I want you to think of is think about, so you're, you're offering a service, right? A coach is essentially a service-based business. Think about how can I productize my service? Okay. So let's say that you were coaching X number of people over the next year. And then you decided that you wanted to take a sabbatical for a year, but with one condition that every single client who continued to come into your business would be served at the same high standards that you would provide for them without your presence. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, you know, you are part of the magic, so it's never going to be as good as you. But if someone were, if someone else were to coach on your behalf with your methodology, what would that look like? So think of, okay, if I were to hand this manual of how I operate to someone else, what would be the parts that go into that? So literally think of it, break it down step by step. The first thing we do is this, uh, this, this assessment, right? They do this. Then the next thing I do is I send a follow-up and maybe we have like whatever that process is, like really think like, like just map it out linearly and all the different touch points that you have with the clients and then what the client is expected to send back to you, for instance, map all that out. And that way, number one, it gives you a lot more clarity about how you are going to serve your clients. And there's, there's no guesswork. There's no, okay, this time it'll be a bit different for this person. It's the same every single time. 
And then what that does is as you look to scale your business down the road, you now have a framework that if you want to bring other coaches on board, now you can step out of some of the activity and they can take some of that on. And then maybe you only do the parts that you really love to do where you shine the most. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's really just the process of sitting down with a notebook and just mapping it out. Okay. So on day zero, this happens. And then on day three, this happens. And then on day 10, this happens. And to the best of your ability, just map that out. And I promise you, not even coaches, but just most businesses don't do this in the service space. And that's why they end up being slaves to their businesses because Number one is they haven't identified, they haven't, they have a process, but they haven't taken the time to extract it and write it down. And so it seems like every single client is like off the cuff or there's no systematic nature of doing so. And it's very much like why McDonald's has been so successful, right? They have a, a cookie cutter system. When you're making a Big Mac, here's the, like, it's not lettuce and pickles, it's pickles and lettuce. Like every single time it's the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the first place to start in terms of just thinking systematically through that. Does that make sense so far? Yeah. I just want to ask, like, is it too early to start, like, not thinking about it, but doing anything with that? Because I do want to get kind of like, you know, doing the work and getting into the flow of it and later kind of scaling it as I go. Yeah. I think the one, I don't regret anything in my life. I think the one thing that if I were to call it a regret or had I known about it, I would have done it sooner is document more of what I did in my business starting from day one. Because what happened was in my health and fitness business specifically is I was doing a lot of stuff, right? And it was just like without rhyme or reason, just a ton of stuff. I didn't document anything. And when it got to the point where I wanted to build a team and scale, I had to really think about things like, how do I write a blog post? Like, what is the process behind that? Or how do I create this? Or what happens when a customer sends in this type of email? So really creating a document or an owner's manual for our business, I had to spend a lot of time doing that. Now, I'm not saying you have to spend all your time doing that now, because all we're trying to do is map out the delivery of the coaching, right? So that you have a good understanding that when someone comes in, I mean, even if it's just the first 30 days, like, like even if you just have that roughly mapped out and that might take you honestly an afternoon just to kind of think through it. And it's actually a really fun exercise to do because then you can get really creative and think about not overwhelming clients with more stuff, but like what would have to be true if think about this, if let's say we were living in the world of Game of Thrones and they said, all right, Jack, if you don't, if this client doesn't get a result, you will be beheaded. And you're like, okay, let me, let me figure this out. What would I have to do or provide for this client to win at all costs, no matter what? And so you think of, okay, well, I would do this assessments, maybe do a new, like whatever the things you would do, you just kind of put that into the plan, right? And we don't necessarily throw all that stuff for the client at once. But as long as you've got a plan and systematically at different touch points, that client is getting what they need, whether it's a one-on-one call, you know, or even a text message for support, or they have access to a Facebook group or whatever it might be. If you map that out, you really start to set yourself apart. Like who cares what other people are doing, but even just for your clients, they're like, man, this guy, like this program is just so well laid out that they have clarity of the path. And so do you. And that's really comforting and it gives people confidence that they're in the right place. 
Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. So the other, the other thing um, is to think about, just like thinking about, about the deliverables. Like what are the things that, I mean, we can just brainstorm here. Like what are some of the things that you, you're doing right now that are working well? And maybe what are some things that you're thinking of adding in or removing to better serve your clients? Um, yeah, like what I'm doing is, like I said, that assessment of like collecting all their health information in various different dimensions of their lives, diving into research to see what it says, making suggestions based on that, getting a sense of what they're eating, coming up with a plan for them to follow, and then setting weekly goals thereafter and checking in with them about that and tweaking the goal if necessary or setting a more aggressive goal if they're rocking it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like the path I have with people. Cool. Let me ask you this. Do you have a pool of current clients or prospects that you could reach out to for something I'm about to, for something I'm about to suggest? Um, not right now, no. Okay. So as you, let's say, uh, and we'll obviously show you how to do this in first client formula, is I think a really great asset is building a Facebook group, right? And that's something that's gonna take time to build up. But one of the nice things is that as you build a community around, you know, let's say people who wanna lose weight, who've had an issue with emotional eating, for instance, let's say you build up a you know, community of a couple hundred down the road, a couple thousand, you know, you can simply do this. Like, hey guys, um, I'm starting up a new coaching program or a new program that's gonna be, typically how long is the program if you're working with a client? Three months. Okay, so you know, we're gonna work together for three months and here's the outcome. We're gonna help you go from here to here. I would love to know from you, what would make this a dream come true for you? Like what would have to be included? What, like, what would make this so easy for you to get the win? And just have them give you feedback, right? Like I'd love to see this, I'd love to see that. And sometimes there might be things you're already thinking of. Um, other times they might suggest things that you probably didn't even think of in the first place. So there's two things. It gives you feedback from the marketplace. It doesn't mean that you have to do everything they say, but it's important to get them involved because you might get some good ideas. But secondly, it gives them a sense of ownership. And now they've invested their feedback into this co-creative process. So as a result, it's easier for, for you to reach out to them and then say, hey, listen, thanks so much for your feedback. I think you'd be awesome in this program. Why don't we have a conversation to see if there's a good fit? And now because they've contributed, now they have, a, there's more of a foot in the door. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a really great way for anyone really to, you know, as you build your, your community, to engage them in a way to get them involved without feeling like salesy and pushy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, I can like just, um, like I posted in the forum, like I could, tag and say, Hey, who would be, you know, if you have friends that are interested in tag them and yeah. have them join. So that way, if there's nobody in my network, then people outside of it could yeah. be interested. hundred percent, hundred percent. Cool. Is there, does, so does that answer the, the, the question you initially had with respect to the program delivery, the coaching side of things, or is there anything else that you need clarified there? Um, yeah, I, I guess I could use clarification on of like, if that is like too much that I'm doing, you know, because I feel like I'm 
kind of trying to do everything in some way. Like I'm trying to go deep into the nutritional part. So it's not just like I'm doing coaching. So to start with that foundation, you know, cause I know some people would just maybe just focus on just emotional eating and like, I'm a health coach. I don't do the nutritional part. Like talk to someone else about, you know, what to eat specifically. I'll talk to you about, talk to you about how to eat, yeah. you know? But then again, I, I like the approach of having like that I'm doing different things like that. Hundred percent, and that, I mean, I think that's part of your process that makes you different and better. Yeah. So, I I would look at this from two perspectives. Number one is what I'm introducing to my clients um, important to move them forward towards their goals, or is it just more stuff to do? Right. So that's the first thing. Yeah. If it's yes, this is a prerequisite to help them move forward. 100% do it. If it's just more stuff for them to do or read or watch, maybe not the best. Second is looking at it from your perspective, how much time does this take me to deliver it? Like we have a coach who specializes in autism, uh, one of our clients who's a coach who specializes in autism, very similar. She has them do a very in-depth um, kind of intake process, plus they do lab tests. And so she's a little bit concerned about how much time that's taking her. And so my suggestion was, you know, maybe not right away, but maybe consider hiring someone else who has the level of capability to understand those interpretations of the lab test. And maybe there's pieces of that that they do. And then they do the Coles notes, or maybe they interact with the clients in terms of their lab results, for instance. So how much like with what you currently have or are envisioning delivering, how much time do you foresee it taking per client? Let's even just within the first month, for instance. Yeah. Um, good question. Um, I know it took like at least like a dedicated work, like a good half day or more of like diving into like all that stuff. So let's say, let's call it a full day with like everything. Sure. Like so, eight one, one, so eight hours per client per month ish. Yeah. And once they get through that phase then it's kind of like more maintenance. So yeah. like I, could, I couldn't take too many people at once. I'd have to spread them out. Sure, cool. So with that said, what is it worth? So if you were to, if you know, let's just say that there's no way of offloading that and it's just eight hours per client per month, for instance, initially, mm -hmm. for you to feel completely jazzed and pumped when a client enrolls with you, what price point would make sense for you? In terms um, of et cetera. Yeah. I mean, right now I'm charging 3000 for the whole thing. Perfect. And I would raise that as I got more confident and comfortable. Yeah. I think that's raise great. And I'm happy to send that because there are a lot of people who would take a zero off of that. <laughs> yeah. I, can't I don't know that. how you could possibly do that for 300 bucks. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then it's just a matter of kind of reverse engineering. Like you, you know, you kind of set some upper, you know, some bigger goals of whether it's a monetary goal. And remember, like anytime we say money, it's always a reflection of, of you know, people you're helping. So if you wanted to hit a money goal or an impact goal, let's just say that you wanted to, well, let's just say right now, like what would be, let's say upper limit in terms of you would be completely fulfilled financially. It would, it would really make sense for you and you could deliver how many clients in a one-on-one -on -one fashion could you bring in if I were to wave a magic wand and it could happen by tomorrow? Um, I guess like if, if I had just four people a month, 
you know, that'd be 12 K a month. Mm-hmm. That'd be decent. Yeah. At least to start out, you know? Yeah, totally. Cause so I would have no more than 12. It'd be like four. Then the next month it would be eight because the other four, then it'd be 12. Then the yeah. four would finish. So yeah. A little bit of overlap and you're not delivering eight hours every single month. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. So that's, so if you know your limit, if you know kind of like initially your upper limit, then you just say, okay, cool. I just need four clients. How do I make that happen? Right. So then it's just a certain amount of activity or strategy to help make that happen. And then the other interesting thing to consider is, well, what would happen if that 10 X overnight, right? If I got 40 people, what would break? Me. <laughs> it's an interesting question to ask because if you think about what would break and try to start thinking about how to fix that before it breaks, Mm-hmm. then you have a lot more confidence to scale the business in time. Mm-hmm. A lot of coaches don't scale because they're, they're almost a little bit afraid that it's going to be too much work for them. Mm-hmm. Right? They're like, this means, oh, I, there's no way I could handle it all. Exactly. Right. That's why you don't handle it all. You have a team or systems built around you to help you do that. Right. Um, but it's just another kind of thinking exercise to, to contemplate, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my thought on that would be like, I would try to slow it down if it got like crazy like that, where like, I'd be like, you're on a waiting list or I can't take you or I'll get back to you and yep. or maybe think about what else I could offer or bring somebody else on. But I would keep myself sane as much as possible. Yeah, totally. And, that, and that's a great answer because, you know, there's no rule that says you have to scale all the time. Like you don't have to build a billion dollar business. You know, some people are super happy at let's say five to 10 clients a month, they're good, right? 20, whatever, 10 to 30K a month, and they're great. If that's where you wanna play, that's great. Don't let anyone tell you you need to go beyond that. Because for some people, that might be the best lifestyle and the best business. And for other people, they wanna be doing that on a daily basis, right? So you just have to be very honest with who you are, what type of, you know, like the business you wanna run, does it suit your lifestyle, does it, you know, are you able to feel fulfilled delivering what you deliver? And that's the most important thing. So that's, uh, that's great. That's great that you have that awareness of that, um, of that. Cause that, that's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Otherwise the work suffers. Yeah, exactly. And like, what's the point, right? Is that, you know, do we want to compromise the quality of our client's care just for volume? Right. right. Like, you know, for what? Mm-hmm. So cool. Jack, is that helpful? Our discussion so far? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. So for, just so, just so I know and our listeners and viewers know what from our discussion, like what's the one thing that's really kind of jumped out at you that you think you can put into practice um, as soon as possible from our discussion here? I guess it's the Facebook thing to like come up with a group, think through like what the purpose of the group would be and just get an invite out there and get people in it. Yeah. Cool. Wicked. Well, yeah. I mean, first client formula is going to help with that. So we'll, uh, we'll be able to share some insights with you there on that. And in the meantime, thanks so much for joining us today, for opening up and looking forward to what the next couple months holds for you. I think you're doing some great stuff. It's a great market and really happy that you got the pricing on point because that's a big mindset issue for a lot of people, but you're there already, which is awesome. So I think it'll work really well for you. Cool. Thanks again. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks guys for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed this one and we'll see you soon. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the Health Printer Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, here's what I'd like you to do right now. 
If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the Health Burner podcast on iTunes. And while you're there, leave us a rating or review. It helps us get in front of more people and change more lives. And if you're ready to start or scale your health or fitness coaching business and want to start getting in front of more people, working with them at a higher level without trading time for money, then I invite you to check out our free seven-figure health business blueprint training. Totally free right now. And you can do so at healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training. For now, thank you so much for joining us. Continue to be great, do great, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.